This episode of the Commoners of D&D is brought to you by Tiger Skull RPG. Tiger Skull RPG offers monthly 3D printable miniatures complete with 5e stats, digital illustrations, and loot cards. Everything you need for fully realized NPC encounters. Tiger Skull RPG is creating true print and play collectibles so you can hop right into your RPG with the latest figure. Check it out at TigerSkullRPG.com and Patreon.com slash TigerSkullRPG where you can get started for as low as $1 a month. <laughs> Alright, welcome back to Say It In Common, where we talk about it all, not just Dungeons & Dragons. I'm AJ Cannon. Seth Templin. And Tyrell Merle. And we're back again. We're back. For our on a new couch. Technically, oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> Seth's got a, a hammy down. Yeah, free till he gets something else. Till all of our fans decide to buy me a new one. That's right. <laughs> um, this is our fourth podcast in about ten days. We're running out of things to talk about, but we're doing our best. <laughs> we did. We did Say It in Common last Tuesday on episode four. Yeah. Then Saturday we came over here to play D&D, which is episode seven of The Commoners. And before we did that, we did Say It in Common episode five with Anthony. And now it's Wednesday. Doing a podcast for episode six. Satan comment episodes. We planned like we started this campaign back in 2019, and we planned on getting a whole bunch of games under our belt, so that we would never get behind and we'd never get caught up. And then Corona hit. Corona hit. Corona. And our manager AJ just thought, you know what? This is the best time to start putting them out there. People's dying for some entertainment. Yep. So we started posting them, and we're catching up, and it's terrifying. Yep. We're like one ahead. Well, we're, we'll be to it. Well, no, because I'm, I'm going to put up episode six on the day we're recording episode eight. So we're still technically two ahead. Two ahead. But it's, it's closing in. It is. Anywho. Speaking. We still have to do another podcast for the episode that we already did. Yeah. And we might do that Saturday. Yeah. Before the game, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Because episode seven was a... But Anthony will be back on... Y'all don't know Anthony yet. You yeah. haven't seen him on the podcast. <laughs> you only know Buck. You don't know Anthony. Because he hasn't, he hasn't been on the... No? He was on last podcast. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm getting all confused in myself. Wait, now I'm confused. Yeah, he was on podcast five. Mm. Oh, yeah, they already met. So, yeah. They yeah. met him before they were yeah. listening to this. <laughs> it's all confusing. I'm so confused. Anywho, speaking of the campaign, keeping it common. Keeping it common. This was the first non-combat episode that we have had, and I was a little bit worried about it because I didn't know how any of you guys would handle not just hacking and slashing at something. Not having a, a mission. Yep. I mean, I wasn't bored by no means. No, I, actually, it went by really fast. I yeah. think it was enjoyable. I mean... Did we... Uh... We've had a combat. We had a combat every other episode. I think so. Yeah, in some shape or form. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
playing a wizard, that is one thing that I actually do enjoy as a wizard, is finding new spells and whatnot, you know, shopping for mm-hmm. new spells. So, yeah. I don't know how well I could play a wizard because you got to think about a lot of stuff. You got to have your components. Yeah. There's so when much money. Play, when I get to involved. play and Anthony DMs, maybe if we if we start new characters instead of going with the evil campaign, I will probably play a wizard. And that one might have been a wizard anyway. It seems like she was a wizard, but I want to like I would. Well, you, yeah, I think she was a wizard. You were a fighter barbarian, and then you got transformed into the white, and then you became uh, necromancer, necromantic yeah. wizard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. Do you have any questions? Um, I feel like y'all do have one question. Oh yeah. The, well, at the at the very beginning, mm-hmm. a little kid comes up and talks to Urus. Did he name it? Did he tell his name? I don't remember. If you don't remember, then he probably didn't. So I'm not going to tell it. I don't think he did, but I mean, if he did, I I, I didn't think it enough to matter. Well, maybe I. Let me look at something real quick. Keep talking. What did you make of it, Tyrell? I thought it was very, very odd. Friend, foe, accountant. I think he's definitely not just a little kid. I don't think he's just a little kid. He's something else in disguise. I, yeah, I think there was something, something else definitely there at play. Jax. Okay, yep. His name is Jax. Weird little boy that was infatuated with Urist is how I have him in my notes. I'm glad I had that right here. Wow, you got like this AJ a- takes better notes than I do. Like it's so hard. Like I just lose my notebook that has stuff, and I'll write something else and somewhere else, and I just cannot hardly keep it straight. So I'm always asking AJ, "What's the name of this place? What's that person that I'll talk to?" Well, what I do in, in game is I'll just scribble it into my notebook, and, and then, then after it, game, yeah, if it's a person or a location, I come back and put it in my computer database. So this is this is a cool. Windows app called Roleplay Notes, huh. and I tried a bunch of them trying to find something that was user friendly and that did enough stuff. And uh, I eventually came across this one. I've been using it. It's still not the the best. I really, but but the cool thing about it is, I know everybody can't see this, but okay, let's say I click on. Okay, so you got you can do characters, factions. <laughs> locations, items, and milestones. Really all I use is the factions, locations, and, and characters. So if I click on, say I click on Solaris. Okay, he's got links. So if I click links, well, I don't have it. I don't have it put it in there. <laughs> but you can like, you can link a person to another person or another or a location or whatever. Evanlin knew, knew Solaris back in the old days. Yeah. That Solaris is hooked up with Thrin somehow. Yeah, I could put I could put all that in here. I haven't updated it. That's cool. In the last couple games, but yeah, it's pretty cool. To so, see how everything interconnects. Yeah, yeah. There we go. There we go. So like Roaring, I have links. Uh, let me go back to it. Roaring, I click links, and it says it has Millicent, Triss, and Juniper Grove. So those are the main people from Juniper Grove, and then he's. The Smithy and Juniper Grove. Well, dang, I need to use this. Yeah, sounds like <laughs> it's pretty handy. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot easier if you, you know, you keep up with it as you go yeah. along. I mean, it would take you a while to put everything in there, right. but it would, I mean, it would help you. As far as Jax goes, I'm not going to talk too much about Jax. Uh, I think he's probably going to be a reoccurring uh, character. I figured he would be. Yeah. 
so can't give anything away about him. But uh, then, then Rask shows up with a letter from the leader. He's the leader of the Inkling, right? Leader Dalinar. Of the Inkling, yep. Where'd the name Dalinar come from? Uh, Stormlight Archives. Stormlight Archives. One of my favorite characters in Brandon Sanderson's Stormlight Archive book. Cool. What He's about a- Jax? Where'd Jax come from? I think I made that one up. I don't. I don't. J A X. Yep. I don't have a. I just wanted to create a little boy named Jax. Just seemed like a cool little name. But uh, is it? Is it? Are the Inkling trying to recruit us? <laughs> <clears throat> um. I mean, because he gave us three hundred gold. That was really just me as a DM trying, trying to give to you all some spending money. Yeah. Right. And it's still not very much. I mean, y'all are having to share money still. Yeah, a little, a little bit. I've always said that is one of the hardest things that I have a problem with in uh, DMing is giving players the monetary funds to go out and enjoy and be able to buy what you want to buy. You don't want to just give all the money, but you want them to be able to work towards something. Right. Well, and I guess if y'all wanted a specific thing and told me how much it would be, I would probably like try to help people get to that goal because I don't, I just can't even comprehend what y'all would want. I mean, I'm, obviously y'all probably want the fifty thousand dollar sword, you know, but that might not be so. That might not really work. Right. But if y'all have realistic goals, then I can definitely help y'all with that. What were you saying, Tyrell? Oh, I was just, like. I forgot what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted you. Just go ahead. I didn't have anything. Well, I was going to say, like, I mean, you could just make everything cheaper. I guess that's true, but then it's super easy to get everything. And, and we... Oh, go ahead, Ty. <laughs> he remembered. I didn't remember. <laughs> he had a, a literal aha moment. Yeah. Um, one thing I was going to point out is, like, in the player's handbook or in the DM <laughs> book, it's like... They don't really give you definite prices. They on, don't. It's uh, very hard to find prices for things. Yeah, you don't know what everything is, and that that is kind of uh, a hard thing to figure out. You know, like how, how much how much is a is a health potion, or how much is a, some some certain enchanted item that's really expensive or really well enchanted or powerful. And yeah. also, just the whole money system. We still don't know exactly. Yeah, we don't it's know so how hard to like. Like something that's a hundred bucks. How many gold is that? I don't know. Because like, you say something like, if you say, "Oh, that's ten gold," like that's more than somebody makes in a day. Yeah. Like you go to a restaurant and you get food for the whole table for like silver pieces. Money yeah. is so arbitrary in this yeah, game. Yeah, it's so weird. And we've never, I don't know, we we've never nailed that down. Uh, why don't we not just use dollars? We could. It makes so much sense to us. You could come but up with But then how money. do you find like how much money? How would you know like oh you find how many dollars do you find on a dead body when you kill somebody? Well, that would just be I mean just depending on what you would what you would think. I but mean it could still, be completely what is, random. What is a plus 1 hand crossbow worth in American dollars? Or you well, could change it, it into gold? some other coin. You could call it well then, again, the money's arbitrary. Why not just stick with the gold pieces and stuff? Like it's just like yeah, you could literally do like gold pieces and not call it gold. You could call it whatever name you want. I know, to but it. that's the problem. Like, why not just keep with gold? If you, I mean, we if just, you know what, as long as you know what it's worth, it doesn't really matter. And okay, it's really hard to know worth. Okay, well, just think of it as okay, a plus one hand crossbow. You said, yep. I bought okay. one last night in my game. What does a desert eagle cost? 
Like a good name well, brand see, Desert Eagle. I bought a plus one hand crossbow for uh, the the plus one was five hundred gold, plus the seventy five gold for a hand crossbow. Okay, so I paid five seventy five. You're not going to find a Desert Eagle for five. Well, maybe it's not. It's not a Desert Eagle. Yeah, maybe right. Maybe it's just a Glock. Maybe it's just a mid level nineteen eleven. Maybe I don't know. I love the idea from Pathfinder of the repeating crossbow. I thought that was absolutely yeah. fantastic. I yeah, we, cr- we cracked open a Pathfinder book in the weapons list. It's just unbelievable. I've already talked about how, I think on the podcast, how I think that 5th edition needs to get its item list yeah. in gear. Like, yeah. you know, you got to add some stuff. I mean, and, and, and make them different, too. Because, I mean, like, like what you were saying, too, like about the spear and the trident. Mm-hmm. They're like the same thing, except like one can be used better underwater, I guess. I think you can use a spear underwater just as good as a trident. Well, I mean, and they do the same damage. Yeah, they mm-hmm. do it's the just same a damage. flavor thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There needs to be more variances there. I think there's two. Uh, I mean, I guess. You know, I mean, like we said before, fifth edition is supposed to be kind of user friendly. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. But you Which, could still come up with different damage types or different right. like, like use two dice. See, two. I think that's why. Like, eventually, we're going to get bored with fifth edition. I think. And I think we should go back to 3.5, just try it out sometime. You think us, we will get bored of it? I think us. You could always, you can always just go with that as far as everything else and then just sprinkle stuff in. I, I mean, guess. you can pull weapons out. Like of I said, yeah, I've already told y'all, y'all, y'all are free to look in other stuff and pull out weapons. Yeah. And, and yeah. I mean, we can make our own stuff. Yeah. Just homebrew crap. Oh, man, I have a homebrew class idea that I've always wanted to make. What is it? It, it is a, um, sentient weapon is the class so the weapon actually just takes over whatever humanoid body that picks it up and that changes your stats around a little bit by based on whatever whoever picks it up but the weapon itself keeps evolving as it levels up and the body doesn't so like if the body died the sentient weapon could just be passed on to someone else and it takes over them gets a few different buffs to that would be the class yeah the the you have a personality and stuff, and you're just talking through the body of uh, the person wielding the weapon. You know what this reminds me of? So you are the weapon. You are the weapon, right. That is insane. And That's I think it would be really fun. That'd and it be wouldn't cool. be that hard. Like, and you just get, you're, you slowly get better. You get plus one at, like, level three or something. You get a plus two at level four. And then, like, your damage, I thought about your damage die increasing every couple levels, almost like a monk does, like the... Uh, their monk uh, yeah. weapon die changes your die changes maybe saying that, like you could morph into another kind of weapon if you wanted to be a longbow or something yeah. like just takes a little bit of time to change into something else I think it'd be really fun to just be a sentient weapon and then like if your body dies you get given to the gnome over there and now you're a yeah. gnome carrying the sentient weapon that's pretty cool that reminds me of um Umbra from the Elder Scrolls games, specifically mm. Oblivion. Because, yeah. well, that sword takes over people and controls them. It's the sentient weapon. Yeah. It actually like speaks through the person and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be. Um, I think it'd be cool. Yeah. Are we done talking about money being arbitrary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but campaign wise, I mean, I I enjoy it. I, I mean, shopping is fun if the role play is good yeah. and you meet interesting people and you do. I mean, like we, for instance, okay, we went to the, we went to the weapon maker and Oren, no Oren, it's a Roran. 
just me like making up a name on the spot but, and not being very clever. Right. But we, I mean, I was there trying out spears and throwing them across the street and stuff. Like, that was fun. It was yeah. funny. And then Tyrell goes in into Pitar's shop, and I end up signing a contract with him to sell his books for him. <laughs> yep. And, I mean, I don't know. It's just, it, it can be fun if you do it right. It can. And and Urus was sneaking around the whole time. Now you always ask me what do I what do I yeah. you know? So my entire plan for Derry was Duke Hornbeam is he has a presence like in this town. He is the leader. He he's the leader of this entire northern realm that y'all are in the Bernheim Forest, and like y'all were not gonna get by. I don't care how like you'd have natural twenty, I guess, on a on a makeup check would have gotten him by. Pretty much anything other than that would not have worked. Because he has people listening. He has people watching. And so I was like, as soon as you step in, you were gonna be apprehended and taken to do cornbeam and he was gonna talk to his son. And there was and that was and we we're gonna see what happened from there. And I didn't oh know. boy. But he took Mask of Many Faces, and I am never going to take away from like a player's actual abilities. Like you took, he he actually took that because he did not want to be found out. So I am not going to be the kind of DM who, well, too bad. As soon as you step into the into the city, it, it dissipates. You can't, yeah, you can't use that here. And now they know where you are. What do we know? What he was planning to do before that? Didn't he have? Was he going to do something else other than? Your makeup. You were going to put... No, but what we were... Like, Mask of Many Faces, you take that as a what? In, as a warlock in, invocation. Uh, invocation. But so did he Did he have planned to take a different one? I guess. I think he changed. I don't know what he was going to take. He it. just decided he wanted to be safe, yeah. Is he still a... Is he still Hexblade or whatever? Does that, yeah, it's, you know. it's just part of the warlock. I know nothing Hex. about okay. warlocks. Okay, like, yeah. they get... At certain levels, warlocks get invocations. Right. And... Depending on your level, certain ones are restricted by a level cap. But Mask of Many Faces, you can take it. Third level. I think, I, think, so. I think at third level when you get your invocations. Gotcha. Okay. It might be second. I may be wrong, but it's been a while since I played Warlock. I've never played one. Actually, I think I've only played a Warlock once. So I'm not. How many uh, classes have you played now? Two? Me? Yeah, two or three. Two? What are you, I mean, are you so talking about like one or, shots and everything? Well, no. Actually, you got your teeth in two. Bard and Barbar- Barbarian, is that about it? I mean, I guess. We've never really played a longer... Yeah. Well, I... Well, you Boris were the ranger. was a rogue. The and, ranger, the and girl. The, and the girl was a ro- uh, ranger. Yeah, yeah the Genasi. But yeah. then I, I played a monk in... Uh, and a cleric in my game, in my one shot. Yeah. Yeah, just, yeah, just one for one session. So and you played I, almost all of them. I've played a lot of them. And, and I played a... Uh, yeah, I played a monk in... Uh, the vampire game. Stride. It's so weird. When I played 3.5, I was so into sneaking. I was I was rogue. I was dex builds. And since jumping to 5th edition, I have not been a rogue. I have not done it. So weird. And I want to. Uh, rogue is probably my favorite class. I haven't I, done it. I think Arcane Trickster Rogue is the best class you can play. See, Arcane Trickster is just... I don't, I don't know. I, I don't have... if. It's not for me. I know that if I was playing this game back when I was a teenager, that's right. I would have definitely oh, yeah. been a rogue. <laughs> we, play, we used to play Modern Warfare too, and Tyrell just—he wouldn't even pick up a gun. He just run around knifing people. Yep, oh, that's gosh. all he wanted to do: throwing knives and melee. And he was good at it, and it made yep. everyone mad. 
Because they'd be shooting at him and just bullets bouncing off of him and go yeah. up and stab you. Well, I mean, the knife. Or throw a knife at your toe. Too is so overpowered. Yeah, especially when you get. The, what perk is it that like makes it where you lunge forward a lot faster? Commando. Yeah, commando. Yeah, commando Pro. Yeah. Marathon Lightweight Commando. Yeah. And just jump <laughs> off buildings, no falling damage, yeah. run faster, melee from 50 yards. Yeah. And put a. And, Put a ride shield on your back so you don't get shot. <laughs> yep. And then and then use nothing but and then get like a a, a pistol and use with a tactical the, knife. Yeah, with a tactical yep. knife and throwing knife. Yep. And just because a throwing knife will kill you if it hits your big toe. Yep. It's yep. a broken. That's a broken that's glass. Broken. Even though I mean you I can't I can't go out there and do that very well. Tyrell People that are good at the game it. can do it. Yeah. I mean Tyrell. Well, once y'all got better at the game, though, I started dying left and right, and yeah. <laughs> especially Malachi. And after he started like doing the whole quick scoping thing, and you too, when yeah. we both started doing the quick scoping. When you can, because like we would, if we were using a machine gun or a submachine gun, we would always hit you, but you just fly through the bullets and kill us. That's kind of like in Halo. When we could get, yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> but when we get when we can do something that's a one shot kill, it takes that away. Because if we hit you, you can die one shot. I actually was thinking about this the other day. Why did y'all get mad? This one shot kill thing. Why did y'all call get mad at people who used uh, grenade launchers, noob tubing? Because it's you, a one shot kill, just like a sniper. It's a one shot kill with a blast radius the size of this house yeah. when you use. Yeah. Danger close. Danger close makes like that. You don't have to. You don't actually have to see any difference in it and using a sniper. You you don't see the difference in pulling up and pinpointing someone's body with one round. No, that person. You don't see the difference in that. Doesn't know that you're in the crosshairs. No, they're like no. I don't see any difference in it. No difference at all. With a grenade launcher, you, you don't even have to hit the person. You don't have to get anywhere near them. You no. can get a major collateral with a grenade launcher. That's too. true. I, I, like, I've seen Malachi get five shot, five kills with one shot. Though I, I know, I know, but so. that, that's that's spawn trapping. Though I mean, wow. in base game, like if you're like, I was going, just working to, the other day and it popped in my mind. I was like, it's the same thing. It's not the same thing. <laughs> I to, think it's the to same. To use thing. an explosive as it is to. No, I think it's the same thing. Okay, so you think setting up a. A thing of C four and sitting and staring at it till somebody runs by it is the same as using a sniper rifle. I'm yeah. guilty of doing that. Absolutely, yeah. Same thing. How is that the same thing? Because mm-hmm. I mean, you're not really scanning with a sniper rifle. You're waiting for someone to come around the corner. So you've got your crosshairs. No, right not if you're you not want, if you're running around you quick scoping. Eh. Yeah, most people don't go around quick scoping. Most people go around like camp. Not, not. Yeah. That's not what we did. Mm. There was no camp sniping. We got mad about that too. I just got mad at everything. Yeah, pretty much. There, there I, are there were good players out there. I that literally just played. invited to come over and play video, play air quotation play video games with these guys, and I just sit and watch because I, I, I can't do it. So I don't, it's not fun. The thing that made me mad about Halo can't do it. Modern Warfare Two can't do it. The, ba- the thing that made me about like mad about the Modern Warfare Two in particular was. Using a sniper rifle, using Chameleon Pro or whatever, whatever, uh, uh, cold blooded, cold blooded Pro, um, and laying down in the grass and then shooting somebody in the head and them not dying, yeah, and them not dying, yeah, just it's so stupid. (laughs) It's absolutely stupid. They can't (laughs) see you, and in real life, that would have blown their head in half. But (laughs) in that game, that's not the way it works. Apparently, 
Well, there's always ways they to break helmets, the game. So I think that the point of get, you're shooting someone in the head, you're hitting their helmet. Yeah, uh, like a lot of times when I'm playing against them, though, they're in ghillie suits with no helmet on. Yeah, it just doesn't okay. make any sense. Yeah, that is true. Well, we're way off campaign here. We are. Yeah. <laughs> that was almost on the console. Almost. Anyway, reining it back in. Is there anything else about the campaign? It was fun for me. I was glad that, I mean, I always was worried that us sitting down for a long time and just not fighting would bother people, but everyone seemed to enjoy it anyway. No, it went by fast. We all kind of had our own thing going, and it was Mm -hmm. just... Next episode, death and destruction aplenty. Yeah. AJ almost threw up listening to it. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, episode He played it, he lived it, and then almost threw up listening to it later. Yep. We'll give you. We'll leave you with that little cliffhanger. Yeah. Episode seven. Anyway, I'm going beyond common now. Uh, oh yeah, beyond common, where we talk about what it takes to put this little podcast in, like how much work we're doing, how much work AJ's doing actually. No, all of us. No, again, um, it's only AJ. He's the only. But one yeah, so there. so we talked about on the last or one of the last episodes. I guess it was episode four uh, of Satan Common that your dog had broken the. Our TV. Our, yep. D, our D&D TV table. You guys kindly bought me a new TV to put into the table was, for my birthday. It was Seth's birthday. Super me, awesome. me and Tyrell, actually. They paid like $104.25 No, each. we did not. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we had planned on, you know, we were coming over to play D&D. We were going to bring Seth, you know, we were going to bring pizza and a cake and ice cream or something. You know, have a little party. Well, then he decides, no, I'm going to cook a five-course meal. Because that's what I like to do. It was freaking good. So Anthony texts me, and he's like, well, what do you want to do now? I was like, I don't know. And he was like, is there anything we can get? I was like, well, you know what? We could replace that TV because that just sucks. <laughs> it's broken. And uh, so he was like, yeah, let's do that. I was like, I'm sure I can get one for about 100 bucks, be 25 bucks a piece. He's like, okay. So me and Tyrell hop in my car, ride to Heber. Not a TV in Walmart. Not a TV, not one. Because it comes from China. Because it comes from China, I guess. There was a couple Wuhan, there today. China. There was a couple TVs there today, but it was all just one kind. One TV, one variety of TV. So I called Anthony, told him they didn't have any TVs. He said, okay, I'll check in Batesville. Guess what? No TVs. So I ordered one off Best Buy that night. But uh, anyway, so we got a new TV for the table. Plus, it, we were just working. It, it was just plywood. Just plywood. And... Uh, we had talked about, you know, kind of finishing it out a little bit better. So I've been working on that the past few days. I and put it some, looks gorgeous. Put some faux leather on the tabletop and then trimmed it all up with some old barn wood. Looks very vintage, very rustic. Rustic. Yeah. And we just we just finished it today. Put put the new TV in and it's all it's all good to go it's, for this Saturday. Can't wait now. to play this Saturday. Yeah. Everyone is gonna be back maybe. I hope so. I haven't heard Hopefully. from Kyle yet, but hopefully uh, you, you have some text messages over Is here. Is there one for? I don't know if it ever sent. Do you spell Kyle like Kale? Yep, that's how his name is actually spelled. It is. Yep, it's K A Y L E for yep. Kyle. Yep. Well, I'm glad I know that now because I probably spelled his name wrong on stuff. I don't think he cares. Like probably he goes not. by Kyle, but no face ID. I can't get into it. Anyway, so. Yeah, I've been I've been working on that. He says he's in. All right, full crew, full crew. As long as you heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> and if they're not, you'll let them. Y'all grief them. 
Yes. <laughs> but well, yeah, we'll, you, we'll put some. Uh, talking to you, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put some pictures of the table on the. Aren't you gonna make Instagram. a YouTube video for it sometime? Yeah, we're gonna. We're eventually gonna have a YouTube channel. Uh, hopefully, very soon, and we'll do a little table walk around. We find the camera. <laughs> yeah, we'll do we'll do a little table walk around for one of our videos, kind of show off how we built it, show off some of that awesome uh, Tiger Skull RPG merch yep. as well. Tiger Skull RPG stuff. Yep, we're gonna do a review video of that. We'll figure out some other stuff to do. And I had a question for Beyond Common while we were on it. You do? I do. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. I was listening to Critical Role the other day as they like wrapped the wrap up party of their last can the, the of the campaign season one campaign. He's asking all these questions and stuff and just talking about the fans and everything. And I, I know we don't have we're not Critical Role and we're never going to be Critical Role. But if your wildest dreams, both of you, and I'll tell mine after y'all, could come true for this podcast, like what is what's the peak like what do you hope to accomplish with this podcast what would it be oh i can go i mean i like i know we're not we don't plan on getting rich none of us like we're we're, we we wanted to play dungeons and dragons and we decided hey if we do a podcast since we're gonna play anyway it's gonna focus our game and our game's already gotten way better like we we sit down we play we don't like we don't mess with like the game time and we're getting through story, we're making story, and that's a blast. Yeah. But if this thing actually blew up, what would what's like the thing that you hope for or you want? I I just I mean, I don't know why it's a human desire to like have a platform or like just for people to care about the same thing you care about or care about what you're doing. Yeah. I don't know why that's a human desire. But I've always kind of always wanted that with different things. Like I do so many different things. Mm-hmm. I'm in I'm in bands. I do podcasts. I've tried a lot of different things. I made videos. This and that. None of it is ever. I, I just t- I take every opportunity I get to do something like that because one of these times something's gonna something's gonna work. You're gonna get famous. On something's something. gonna <laughs> blow up, and it may be something stupid. It may be something that we're just goofing around doing. It may be something that's really good. I don't know. But you got to kind of take those opportunities to do that. And I mean, if we could get. You know, a couple thousand people listen to this thing, or if we could get if we could get asked to like come to like a nerd convention or something, Comic Con mm-hmm. or something, like that would be super cool. Yeah, I don't know if that'll ever. I doubt that'll ever happen. Yeah. But if people if people can just would get into our campaign and care about us and care about our characters, like that would be super cool. Like we care about critical roles. Yeah, yeah. We get, we get into their stuff. Why can't people get into our stuff? Yeah. Tyrell, you. Um. I don't know. I mean, to me, I just, I really enjoy playing with you guys. I mean, that's really the big thing for me. Yeah. I, I, I don't really have that's anything. It. Yeah, just I, keep playing. Yeah. That's a good answer. <laughs> it gives you a reason to keep Mine's playing. Mine's super simple, too. Like, 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 it would be cool to get to play at a convention or something, but, like, the one thing, and I was listening to them talk about it, and I was actually listening to, like, Will Friedle and uh, Mary Elizabeth... I think that was her name, yeah. And just some of the guest stars, they were talking about like what's the greatest thing about coming on Critical Role, and they like all said the fan art. If we could get yeah. people making cool fan art of y'all's characters, yep. uh, some care, some NPC that I probably have not created yet because my NPCs are not very interesting, but like that would just be the coolest thing for someone to like care so much that they wanted to just 
make a portrait yeah. or something. Something be, and just that would be the coolest thing. Yeah, maybe go play uh, like be a guest on Critical yeah. Role. Or, or yeah, that'd that would be cool. be cool. But or just I mean yeah, if we could just like go somewhere and like have a booth where people want to come yeah. meet us, like that that'd would be, be super yeah. cool. But if none of that ever happens, I don't care because yeah, I enjoy because doing the game it. is awesome and yeah. we're around good friends. And like the, the other day, I was talking to my cousin, and she's she's tried to do vlogs and stuff like that, and probably like makeup videos and stuff like that. And I was just telling her about you know, man, I'm always you know I'm recording this with my band, or people are asking me to make a video for this, or we're doing the podcast here, or whatever. And she was like, man, you just have so much room in your life for creativity. You're like always doing something creative. I was like, you know, that's that's true. Yeah. And I think that's good. I mean, I've got band practices every week. One one band, I mean, we do original music. So we get to write our own stuff. And then I get to do this. We get to do improv and improv comedy on mm-hmm. Saturdays doing the commoners. We get to just talk about stuff doing this. I'm always mixing something. I'm honing my craft. I mean, I'm in my basement building a, a D&D table. I mean, doing carpentry and crafting. Wait, did you say it on air, but you just love, you love how D&D makes you build yeah, I did, stuff? Yeah, I didn't say that <laughs> I on air. Yeah, like I mean, I, I'm building, I've built dice painting trays. Painting minis. Painting minis. Like, the creativity is yeah. just constantly going. I think that's good for anybody. Like, a lot of people go to work, get off work, come home, flop on the couch and watch TV till it's time to go to bed. And I'm just like, I got to get home so I can mix a podcast and paint some minis. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, I don't know. As long as that keeps flowing, I don't think I'm going to get burnt out on it or anything. I I don't plan on getting burnt out on Dungeons and Dragons either. Mm-hmm. Like, it's infinite. And I like one of these days I'm going to have kids, and they're going to be at the and table. That's exactly right. And it's going to be awesome. It brings storytelling to a whole new level. Yeah. Instead of just telling and kids just, a story, you can put them in. Teaches critical thinking too. Yeah. Strategic um, and critical thinking. Yeah. Decision making. Awesome game. Yeah. We might have a new player coming soon, I hope. Yeah. A cousin of Cynthia's has reached out and she's interested. So we might have a might have a female coming to the table. Yep. I don't know if she'll want to come to the podcast or anything, but we'll try her out. Yeah. We'll give her we'll give her a dry run. See how she likes it. Yep. I was telling her, like, this is the greatest game ever created. Like it is. No, I had last night I was I was uh we played basketball at the church with a bunch of the kids. Mm-hmm. And we were sitting down afterwards playing, and Hans mentioned something about me playing Dungeons and Dragons, and one of the one of the kids said, "What's that?" I was like, "Best game ever played." I said, "I can't explain all of it to you right now." I said, "Just go look." I said, "Go look up Dungeons and Dragons," and uh, Hans was like, uh, "He was showing, or he was talking about a video he watched of some weird guy singing some song he wrote about Dungeons and Dragons or something." And he said it was really bad. So it was really funny and just just stupid. And he said, that's a, a lot of what the only impression people have of Dungeons and Dragons is mm-hmm. they look up and find something negative people making fun of it. But anybody that has ever played it likes it. Wow. Except maybe Hans. Yeah. Hans likes it. I think he's just too prideful to admit he likes it. I, I think, mean, he, I don't know. I think the 80s had a really bad. Oh, yeah. Bad. The devil craze. Yeah. Really crazy. Satanic panic. That had mm-hmm. a huge hit on yeah. D&D. See, uh, Cynthia's cousin actually got into it. It's funny. TV shows are like reaching out to this and stuff. Uh, to, for Tate, it was... Uh, uh, 
Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Yeah. For this girl, it was Riverdale, the Archie Comics thing. They had, and it was, I've watched the season because Cynthia likes Riverdale. It was the, uh, they had G&G Griffins and Gargoyles, <laughs> except it is, it's, they were pretty much making the 80s thing a reality. Like there was this, this adult who was like terrorizing the children and making them drink poison as part of their sacrifice and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was on a different level. Like it was crazy. Somehow the game was, it kind of, put a mix between Dungeons and Dragons and LARPing in this somehow a little bit. So, but I mean, it was good episodes. Some of the best on that show that I've seen. And this girl likes it. And she's like, Hey, she knew I played. Cause it's hilarious. Like I'll even go to church and I'll, and there, some people were asking about our podcast. Like you do a podcast. That's really cool. What's it about? Dungeons and Dragons. They're like, yeah. give me a weird look. <laughs> Because yeah. people, yeah, people because associate people, that yeah, with something bad. Yeah. yeah, and it's and Cynthia was telling her cousin like, well, it, she asked, is it like that G and G? And Cynthia's like, yeah, but not nearly as demonic and stuff. And we're just, yeah, we're just. It's a game. It's a game. And it's a these, board game. Yeah, it's a it's it's no different than Clue. That, that, yeah, that's what I told those Monopoly. kids last night. I said it's a, it's a board game. And and Rachel said you hate board games. I said, well, it's a good board game. It's not a, just a board it's not. Game, it's a though. tabletop I mean, role playing game. It yeah. is, but I mean, there's a lot more to it than just right. Yeah. If I you mean, didn't want it to be though, you could play Dungeons and Dragons. If you wanted it to just be the numbers if you yeah if you just wanted the numbers if yeah. you just wanted it to be a war game. Yeah, you could totally turn it into just a fighting game, I guess. But yeah, and that's yeah. what it started off. Like people got tired of just playing the war games, yeah. and that's why Gary Gygax created. Hey, instead of focusing on an entire army. Let's bring it down and let's talk about this one guy. Yeah. What's yeah. his story in the army? And that's and that made all the difference. So, like video games now. Like you wouldn't have video games without Dungeons and Dragons. Like it's how you see everything like Dungeons and Dragons and everything, it's true. You like, can watch any any movie, play any video game, there it Dungeons and Dragons is in there. Because yeah. it okay, you if you break down life into or like a human into six aspects, it would be strength, dexterity, constitution, wisdom, intelligence, charisma. There is nothing that is outside of that. No. Anything you come across in the game, you can make some kind of check no. for that. Like Anthony is, is buck cooks. If you make a cooking check, okay, well, what is that? Well, you it's something that you're experienced in, so you're proficient in it. No. And it's something that you've done a lot, so you're probably it's wisdom. I mean, you might could say it's dexterity because you're using your hands or whatever. I think well, he I always think, he, I think he always makes a wisdom yeah. check though, yeah. because yeah, it's how well can I recall the stuff that yeah. I'm good at doing that I already something know. Something I how know. To do. Right. Yeah, I mean, you can break anything down into those six things. Yeah. So you watch a movie from that, and you someone, see somebody, someone does something spectacular they shouldn't do. Oh, they got a nat twenty on that. A natural twenty on a dexterity. Something check. someone does something stupid, like steps on a creek. Yeah. Uh, Floor, that's an oh no, roll in that one. Yeah, I do that all the time <laughs> when me and my mom are watching. It's hilarious, movies. but um, yeah, I was saying like anybody, everybody likes Dungeons and Dragons. I've never played with anybody that didn't like it. I mean, Hans acts like he doesn't like it, but it's just because he wants to make fun of us. Malachi likes playing. My family, I played with Your my family. That's I played incredible. with my mom, yeah, my grandparents, my cousin, and my and my aunt. So two people. Over 40, well, 50. Well over 40, 50, yeah. and then my grandparents, who are in their 70s, yeah. and my cousin, she's 19. So, But, yeah, I mean, my grandma was into it. She she didn't, She said, when we got done, we played two separate sessions to complete a one-shot, and she was like, oh, I'm just kind of, I'm kind of glad it's over. She was like, it's just so much. I was like, yeah, I can understand that. So that's the hardest part of, about introducing someone. Like, how do you ease them in? 
Like, yeah. do you just make a character for them and then they won't be like attached to it because they don't care. They didn't go into right. building it. But then if you try to build a character with them, like that's a lot of numbers and it can just get over their head. Yeah. It's, it's, it's difficult. Shout yeah. out to Deb. Cause I know you're listening. Deb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I got my dad to sit down and I made a character for him. Yeah. And I, I rolled it up for him and stuff. And I just showed him, you know, like how you play the game and like, you know, like what you can do and stuff. And like, by the, by the time it's all said and done, he's like, oh, I can kind of see how this would be fun if I had, you know, other people to play with, Right. you know? Yeah. See, I think my dad is a huge nerd. He, he, like, he doesn't want to admit it, but like I grew up and he's given me Chronicles of Narnia to read. He's taking me to see Lord of the Rings in theaters. He's watching Star Wars and he can't wait for the uh, the prequels to come out. I remember that in my childhood. Yeah. He couldn't wait. Like my dad's a nerd and he's always kind of made fun of me for playing this, but he would he could sit down. He likes board games. He would be good at it. He'd have fun. My mom, she hates board games. Couldn't do it. <laughs> well, I played I played a, another session with my with my sister. I got my sister involved. She really liked it. She said, "I don't know if I want to play every week." She was like, I, "This is it's pretty fun." She said, "Every time I come in, we can we can play one." So it was her, my cousin, and my mom. I ran a game for them, and uh, I can't remember what I was going to say. Oh yeah, my dad my dad came in from work and he saw us playing it. He came over there and sat down and watched for a little bit, and I could tell he was interested in yeah. it. I mean, he was watching kind of how it went because. I mean, I'm sure he probably just thinks no I'm No other game playing, but. gives you the ability to do whatever you want. Yeah. Exactly. You can do whatever. Yeah. If, and you, if you don't know what you're doing, just tell your DM, well, I want to I wanna slide across the table. Cool. Sure. Let's do a dex check. See yeah. how well you do. <laughs> like, the DM's going to tell you how to get to where you want to be. Exactly. You tell the DM, and the, the crazier you can be, the more fun you're going to have. And then when it when, once you get past the thing like oh I can do anything it's then like what things should I be doing yeah and that's where the real fun gets and in. that's when the characters start to develop yeah. and stuff like that yeah it's it's hard to get started because it seems like it's a lot but once you get in there and you kind of learn a little bit about it and then you can get it just into a character yeah. like it's so so cool. see uh, you you have looked at the three point five book and you're like I couldn't have played this I wouldn't have been interested see that I don't think so if you're interested in this book. If you didn't have something simpler, that's what was available to me. Like, that's what the people that I was going to play with, I sat down, like, and I told the guy, because I, I mean, I grew up kind of like, not really being told that it was evil, but hearing it. Like, I heard, like, radio stations that we'd listen to. Yeah, that's to. like what the weird kids yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. So I had a pre, like, preconceived notion about it when I went into it. And I, I told my buddy who, I was like, I might not like it, but I'll go with you one time. Like, I, I am a nerd. I've always been a nerd. So, like, I might really like this, but I might not. We went and they helped me roll up a fighter. And, like, I think it freaked the DM out that I come up with a name because he's like, okay, that was the hardest part. And that was the first thing I'd done was write Thandon on the top Thandon. of my Thandon. That was for some reason that was my name in World of Warcraft, so I just oh, okay. moved it over. They helped me create a level five fighter or something, and like I just kind of didn't know what I was really doing. They gave me the dice I need, and I try to stay out of their way and stuff. And at the end of the game, I was like, "So, is there anything I can take home so I can like read about this?" And he gave me a hard disc, and I just devoured it that week. You just read the book. just read the three point five book. Yep. 
And and you know, I didn't just like if I was playing a fighter. I was playing a fighter. Like I didn't look at the barbarian stuff. I didn't look at the wizard stuff. I looked at the fighter and just how do I do this? And I would talk to my friend and I I like found uh, the spoony experiment on online and this guy was talking about Dungeons and Dragons before it was cool to talk about Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, really? Noah Antweiler is his name. And like he had some videos and like I would just listen to him tell stories and like, yeah, that's awesome. I I, I can already I've got some of these experiences already and it's just such a good game. This should have been our first podcast because yep. we're just fanboying about Dungeons it, it and Dragons. We, we, did, we did a little bit. We, well, we talked about the whole how it came about that we all got together and started playing. And I was thinking today how what, – what are the odds that we're all playing this game? Okay, me, me and Tyrell have gone – we went to school together to, until he started homeschooling, yeah. which third, went, like you were third, third grade. grade. Yes. He was a grade above me. And we the rest of his school career. Yeah. Yeah. And we were – We've gone to church together our entire lives. Yeah. So I've known Tyrell basically 20 years. And then I've known you for a long time. We all live within, I mean, besides Cameron, but Cameron grew up, we all grew up. Next door to him. Yeah, it was right yeah. next door to We me, all grew actually, up within probably 15 miles I will, of where we're I played we're chess right with now. Cameron in school because we were both in the GT club. <laughs> really? Yeah. Me and him played chess like every day. He, his mom worked at the school. I worked at the. Uh, my mom's worked at the school, so we would just sit down at the cafeteria and we played chess before school. Would start. I did not know you yep. had that history with Cam. I don't know if he remembers that, but I do. I mean, we're we're talking about every one of us grew up within fifteen miles of here, of mm-hmm. where we're sitting right now. Yeah. And now Anthony, I mean Anthony lives on the other side of Baseville, so he's you know good forty minutes away, from, 40, forty minutes miles. to an hour away. And Cameron lives in Jonesboro, which that's a long way from yeah. here. But, yeah, just for us all to be playing this game now, it's just kind of weird because we didn't – I mean, us three have hung out and, and Anthony, but Cameron wouldn't Cameron wouldn't be hanging out with us. If it wasn't we just needed a number. Right. Like, we needed a number, and he's like, yeah, I know a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the game itself, I mean, it's, it's, you know, pulled together, you know, past friendships and stuff that – I think a lot of us probably would kind of separate apart, you know, from each other. Mm-hmm. Right, and, yeah. And I wouldn't be hanging out with Anthony right now. Yeah, I, probably, I wouldn't be hanging yeah. out with y'all near as much. I wouldn't even probably be even talking to Cameron hardly anymore because he moved know, to Jonesboro. He, yeah, he's, he's gone yeah. to Jonesboro all the time. So, yeah. Anyway. And we've had other people, like my sister played with us, an old friend, uh, not here anymore, but sounds like he died. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. He didn't die. No. Anyway, yeah, I mean, we play with a lot of our friends. I mean, we're the ones that have always yeah. stuck with it. But. And we're always looking to expand. Yeah. <laughs> Need more people. Even my wife has enjoyed it. Yeah. Which, oh, yeah. She's going to have to play. She's going to have to play when her cousin comes. Yeah. But. I mean, Twinelta can show up every now and then. Yeah. I'm, she, the, she was on her way to Derry for King's Day, so yep. she's going to be she's, around. She's in Derry right now. I mean, everybody's going to be in Derry. Yeah. It's gonna. There's gonna be a. It's gonna be a bad day at some point. Because the the dudes that killed birds are gonna show up. Since everyone's coming, I, I was thinking maybe about trying to do one more filler episode, but I don't think I am. I think we're just gonna. You're not gonna do a filler. We're gonna episode. jump into King the King's Day uh, celebration this okay. weekend. Oh, so that so crap is gonna hit the fan at King's Day. I don't know. It might be. It it might. Because I thought take... King's Day might be a little bit of filler because I thought you might have us like doing events or something. Oh, it, you are. Yeah. Okay. If y'all want to, I guess. We'll but see. yeah, I mean, Urist is in Derry, where he got exiled from. 
The travelers are going to show up. We're there with not much at our disposal. Evelyn's there. Twinell is going to show up at some point. If she wants to. I want her to show up. She's got to be there somewhere. <laughs> but, anywho. Okay, we can get off of that now. I didn't think we were going to talk about the campaign for... Well, that was it Beyond Common. We got into Beyond Common. Oh, there. that's true, yeah. Okay, so we got a short movie minute from Seth. I have not seen anything because a lot of movies have been, like, shut off. But, like, this is something that we should be, like, thankful for. I was listening to um, two uh, booktubers that I like to follow. They were both, like, this girl just, one of them, her name's Murphy Napier. And she just got into uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. Great television series. She loved it. Super awesome. And, like, her fans were warning her, don't even bother watching the live-action movie by M. Night Shyamalan. It's horrible. Don't watch it. Seriously, don't do it. Just so the if Avatar Airbender movie yeah. is no good? No. God, no. Okay. Well, I've never, I, I don't know It's so about bad. Those shows, so. But, um, and then her friend that she watched it on YouTube with, uh, another guy I followed, Daniel Green. He does a lot of cool stuff. He was going over, like, this movie... Had a hundred million dollars, I think, of that they could put into um, the production and stuff like that. And Lord of the Rings had ninety-three million, I believe, or eighty-three million. And this movie sucked. Like he he zoomed in on some candles that were horribly posted after, with like just it was they looked fake and this is a live action movie like it's just really bad post-production like maybe they paid the actors too much money and couldn't afford good post-production maybe they just didn't have time and that could happen all these movies that are being delayed most of them are probably done filming right now the movies that we're supposed to be getting right now have been delayed because people can't go see them we'll have out of this world post-production time People are working on this stuff at home, on their computers, making sure this stuff looks good. When stuff opens back up and movies start coming out, we're we're going to get spoiled by just how awesome they're going to be. That's probably Things true. are going to look good. Things are going to fit. It's going to be awesome. Movies are going to be crazy good. We just need to go to the movie theater and just spend the day when, yeah. it, when it opens back and up. And something I'm looking forward to, I, I'm reading, I'm all like, Less than two hours away from finishing the second book of time, Wheel of Time book, uh, Amazon is taking that show and is working on a television show, and it's going to have seventy million dollars in the first season alone that they are putting into this. They're filming in the Czech Republic, and the Czech Republic is like paying them a whole bunch to film there so that it like helps their economy. I didn't know that. That's cool. It's a like states here in the United States, like Arkansas has a movie out right now on it's called Arkansas that has one of the Hemsworth brothers. No, oh, yeah. And I figure Arkansas paid this uh, this movie company to come and do this movie because they hope that they'll spend more money here in Arkansas while they're doing it. But uh, it gives people incentives to come and spend money and do films and stuff. So the Czech Republic is like telling how much that they're. Uh, they're giving back and it's looking like they're upwards towards 70 million dollars and that's crazy on a, on one season yeah. especially a pilot season like they don't it's never been done before so this is more money than game of thrones had on its very last season which you know they should go all out for the last season which 
not going to talk about the last season of Game of Thrones either. But uh, I not And also, Amazon's also they're also making kind of in contingency. They're they're putting a lot of money on this fantasy uh, television series. The Witcher's doing good on Netflix and stuff, so people are interested. Game of Thrones was the biggest thing HBO's like ever done. They're making a Lord of the Rings series, and they're putting a hundred million on the first season. I might have to watch that one. It's going to be pre Amazon, so it's going to be pre Hobbit and stuff. Like it may like just a completely different storyline. Yeah, maybe it might be like it might be a Sildor and stuff like trying to get the ring from Sauron the first time and stuff. Like it might be. I don't know. Then again, they may. Who knows? They may make their own story. Might be the Silmarillion. It might be their own story. I don't know. Um, but that's all I got for my movie minute. That's all like, you got. just good movies are coming. There's going to be some good movies coming. Yeah. The good movies are coming. Um, and along with good movies, there's going to be some good games. So we already touched the console, but we're going to go back into it because I was researching a little bit today to try to find something to talk about and looking at some games that they're anticipating or that have been announced already and such. So I found uh, found an article came out seven days ago it's on gamesradar.com shout out them i guess um but there was a couple on here that i i mean i think will be pretty cool so they got did either of y'all ever play godfall godfall no sure may, this may be something was that titanfall uh, it may be completely new that sounds like titanfall is it greedfall or Godfall. No, it's called Godfall. Yeah, it's called- I guess maybe it's completely new. I was thinking it was a remaster, or maybe it was a... I've never heard of it. Okay, well, anyway, it says... Uh, it's a loot slasher, like Borderlands. No, fine. Oh, it's made by Gearbox. That's who... Oh, okay, that's so what they're into. Yeah. Um, anyway, third-person person action RPG built around cooperative gameplay. Hmm. But I you love can that play Gearbox solo. is still focused on... Multiplayer, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. You can't hardly play split screen anything on any mm-hmm. on anything anymore. But it, okay, so the last line of the sentence here says basically think Borderlands with swords. So that could be that could be fun, a yeah. hack and slash kind of game. That sounds pretty cool. Uh, let's see. Uh, here's one called Outriders. Uh, they're thinking holiday 2020 on this one. Right. It says if you blend Doom and Mass Effect. Mm. That's so, interesting. The sinister alien forces. Against humanity, I think it's kind of like post-apocalyptic alien invasion. Yeah. So that that could be kind of cool. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, we talked about that before. I'll be getting that, of course. Uh, Gran Turismo Sport. Did you ever play Gran Turismo? I love racing games. I grew up on just racing games. I am not a fan of racing games. Well, there was a Need for Speed where you got to like blow up a lot of vehicles if you timed your nitrous explosion, (laughs) and that was fun. That's all I like. No, Need, Need for Speed is cool. The, the best racing game I've ever played is Midnight Club 3. I love that game. I still plug it in and play it on PS2 every now and then. Um, but the, where I have a problem with games trying to be too realistic. Like sports games, 2K games, I can't play them because of the way the players move. Like plug me in some Madden 02 on a PS1, and I mean, you move so quick, and you, I mean, you can use the arrow buttons and you just dart back and forth. I mean, I can enjoy that. I, I, they make sports games too realistic. I want to be better at a sport on a game than I am in real life, and I don't feel like I am. When I try to play like 2K basketball, horrible. I can't score, can't do anything. And the people I play against always know what they're doing. But anyway, racing games, I feel like have gone kind of in the same vein. They started making them a little bit too realistic. 
hard to even control them. Hard to control vehicles. I've never played Forza. People always go nuts over Forza, and it's on this list too. Um, so I might try some of them. But I grew up with – I had Gran Turismo 1, mm-hmm. PS1 Gran Turismo. And, I mean, I was playing it when I was little, and I always liked that game because it's just – it's kind of like regular cars, you know, and it, it's pretty realistic. So that might be something I would try, Gran Turismo Sport. You're excited about getting your PS5, huh? Yeah, I can't wait to get a new console. I'm not going to go get, you know, an Xbox One or a, a PS4 at this point. Like, it's too late. Especially if we're going to have backwards compatible with the new ones. Well, like I said, if they do do a Demon's Souls remaster and they do come up with Bloodborne 2, I will buy a PS5 instead Ooh. of a... Convert it. Convert it. Yeah. I, I'm just uh, saying. Like, I'm, I'm going PS5. <laughs> um, Watch Dogs. Have y'all ever played Watch Dogs? I played the first Watch Dogs. Um, They've got one on here. I don't know if they're just saying it's, yeah, if they're saying for sure. Yeah, yeah, they're doing it again. It says it's going to be in London. So, Watch Dogs uh, was like one of the first games that you could, I have it right there. It was one of the first PS4 games, like as soon as the PS4 came out, and it looked amazing. Yeah, I, I saw, I've seen That's like videos on it and yeah. stuff before and it looked really good i've just never i never is it it wasn't even on xbox was it yeah yeah it is it's, yeah it's yeah okay well, and watch stars too anyway it's a Ubisoft there's game. Not very many. i don't know if this is going to be like you need to play the other ones to understand i hope it's not i hope it's a completely different storyline because i will that's something that i would look into playing god of war is a ps exclusive yeah. uh what's that one it, kill zone is that one that's a I ps know. exclusive i think it is oh uh, yeah, spider-man is a big p is a big place yeah person. bloodborne was a ps exclusive uh Then you got Fable, yeah. Series, which I don't even know if they're gonna make anymore. Was, uh, that was an Xbox, Xbox yeah, one. exclusive. Uh, yeah. And that was like one of the only reasons I wanted to get a Xbox. I love Fable. Fable games. Oh, I never played gosh, those. Supposedly, I heard there's a rumor that they're making a Fable Four. Really? Yeah. That would be. But it's not made by that company because they fell apart or whatever. Really? Oh, yeah. well, that's why I haven't heard anything yeah. about them lately. Fable Three, I don't think was very good. Fable Two. I love Fable 2. Yeah. Fable 1 on Xbox original. Was I never got to play that game. I played it a lot. It was really good. I never really got to play good. that game. I played Fable 2 like all the way through. I beat it. And I started playing Fable 3 and I just lost complete and total interest I in it. I think I game. actually played... There was a Fable... Past Fable 3. It was like where you were brother and sister or something. I don't know if it was called a number though. I think it was called something else. I don't remember. I know in Fable 2 you had a sister in it and, and like you could either play as a brother or sister, and then one remember. of them died. Was Fable Three the one where you, um, the world was coming to an end? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I played. I beat that game. I didn't do very well at the ending because, yeah. like, if you really want to do well, you just have to buy everything and make everyone pay you a bunch of money. Yeah, because you sail to that other continent and you find out that the whole thing's being taken over by like right. these shadow creatures. Yeah. yeah. That was really cool storytelling, though. Like, ever like the for half the game, you're trying to kill the king because he you think he's evil. Yeah. And then it turns out he's being evil because he, there's, he knows that this horrible thing is coming yeah. and he's trying to prepare the entire country. And then you have to make the choice, am I going to be the same as him or am I going to try to do it different? Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah, I did like that idea. I just thought that... I swear there was a game after, after Fable 3. I don't, really do I don't know. I just thought it was, I just lost interest, I guess. Okay, so we were having technical difficulties. <laughs> Um, you were, y'all were talking about Fable, but I think you had just quit. You yeah. just got done talking about Fable. So I, I, I found another game. Uh, it's called Gods and Monsters. 
something that Tyrell might be interested in. Uh, it's uh, it says it's a storybook adventure, but it's uh, set across a stylized and beautiful fantasy world where you're asked by the gods to take down Typhon, uh, the most deadly creature in all of Greek mythology. Oh, okay. So it's going to be quite the legendary journey with the trailer already featuring the likes of Medusa and plenty of Greek deities to boot. So you're a mythology guy, so that might be something you're interested in. I have cool. a game for you to play on your iPhone. Kings League 2. Beat it the other day. I, I saw that. I saw that. I can try that. It uh, looks like they got a Rainbow Six game coming out. Th- this is the one I really want to talk about. Lord of the Rings Gollum. <laughs> I you think pl- I've heard about this game as for forever. It, sa- it says it's not coming out until 2021. Wait for the door to squeak. Shut the door. Thank you. So 2021 they got for the release. For some reason, I'm, get- I'm getting that. It reminds me of like Goat Simulator. <laughs> like that's what As I'm Gollum. picturing. Yeah, if you're playing Gollum, what the heck are you gonna do? But it would be so interesting. Like I might play it. Are they getting any circus to do the voice? I don't know. It, that I, would be awesome. I don't think it's there. It doesn't. Did I tell you about say. Andy Circus reading The Hobbit? Yeah, I he almost the watched it. Stream. I, don't, I wonder if you can find it now. I, it was on YouTube. The It'd other be day. pretty sweet to listen to Andy Circus read the uh, read Gollum, and then the Harry Potter cast was um, reading the first Harry Potter book. I think with like Daniel Radcliffe uh, and stuff reading that's cool. chapters. Like that's pretty cool. Uh, it says uh, it's described as a stealth action adventure. Yeah, I stealthy with intriguing dual personality mechanic, gigantic levels, and a densely wrought aesthetic is inspired by Tolkien's own drawings. Well, that. I'll buy it. I'll buy pretty much any game that has Lord of the Rings in it. Um, of course, Elder Scrolls Six, um, another Bethesda Starfield. Have we ever talked about that before? I know about Starfield. Not much about it. It's, it's Bethesda's It's new. in development. Matt it's Hines, not. though. I mean, Matt Hines just said that he just tweeted out that uh, Elder Scrolls Six was like years out. So 2024 or something. That's what I heard was 2024. We'll um, see. Dying, yeah, Dying Light 2, Tyrell. They've, oh, it is Dying Light 2. It is Dying Light 2. Oh, they released a DLC for Dying Light. That's what it was. Okay. That's what it was. Yeah, immense parkouring, zombie slaying adventure. Um, I feel like I played Dying Light, and I don't remember parkour in it. Maybe I didn't. Yeah, it's got like, you got like zip lines and... Uh, uh, Sounds sweet. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is pretty cool. The zombies can do it, too. That's um, the thing. Dirt 5. Might play that. The dirt games always intrigue me, but I never really played them as far as a racing game goes. Nope. Um, I guess that, that's about the end of the list. Uh, they got Yakuza 7. Yakuza's yeah, a big deal, yeah. Never I've never played, played one of those. Like uh, a Dragon. Spider-Man PS5 is coming out. That will be something. That is one. That is the main reason I'm getting a yeah. next-gen console, because I've played the Spider-Man on your PS4, yeah. and it's the best game great, I've ever played. Great, great Spider-Man game. Anywho, that's that's all I've got. So uh, we got some cool stuff to look forward yeah. to, and especially Cameron sent us the other day that oh man, the link to that video for the the new game engine they're mm-hmm. using to create, and it looks so real. lots of triangles, it's triangles yeah. everywhere, geometry, lots and lots of triangles. That's all it takes is billions of triangles. Speaking of which, I saw something too. Uh, Bethesda apparently, according to that one video I was watching, is actually using Unreal Engine. What is it four now? I don't know the new one. Yeah, the newest yeah. one. Yeah. Well, they should be. Yeah, if they're everybody, making the next console, they should be. I, 
I'm unfamiliar with Unreal Engine and stuff, but whatever the newest one is is what they're using apparently for the uh, next Elder Scrolls. Yeah, game. I, th- I mean, I think that's what everybody stuff looks crazy using. good. Yeah, I mean, it looked so good. Well, the stuff I've seen for Elder Scrolls Six, they're using photogrammetry for that was taking pictures of like real yep. life stuff and, and then like pasting it in game that's what that new thing can do like they the during that demo on they were saying now this stuff was just pictures and we've been and able it, to put it, it into the game creates it into a living environment yeah. that is crazy. It, like molds like rocks into actual rocks mm-hmm. and stuff. i can't imagine what the i can't I don't know anything about it. We're I don't so know anything that it takes. 2D fighter games. Yeah. <laughs> in such a short time, too. I mean, you just think, like, we got consoles in the 80s. We really could be playing Ready Player One in our lifetime. I don't remember much about that movie. Have you not seen that? You go into the game. It's all, like, virtual reality and stuff. I, I, would not pl- I wouldn't do that in real life. I oh, man, play. I don't know. Have you seen Ready Player One? I, re- I think I watched it, but I don't remember much about oh, it. Happened. One of these nights, like... Y'all, Do they like, have, like, a race on, like, Tron-like bikes? Like, light bikes like they do in Tron? Is there something like that in there? there Maybe I giant, haven't seen it. I don't think you've seen it. I may just be thinking of, of the Spy, Kid, Spy Kids movie. Oh, maybe. Yeah, no. Not, not Spy Kids 2. <laughs> it's Spy Kids 3D, game over, they go into a video right, game. yeah. Yeah. And... No. Uh, you, yeah, you, you've got to watch Ready Player One. I don't. What? Well, yes. Yeah. So that's your Sloan with his multiple personalities. I can't believe you've seen that. Well, yeah. Oh yeah. Spy Kids 3D. Yeah. Those movies were good. Everyone's seen those. They're so bad though. If yeah, I went back really and watched them, now, they yeah, they're really, really bad. Yeah. <laughs> really kind of like Shark Boy and Lava Girl. <laughs> really bad. Oh my gosh, so bad. Anyway, we. I've been playing Sly Cooper. Uh, I told you the other night that I could beat Sly Cooper one in like in a day. Yeah. I beat it seriously in like four or five hours. I did die quite a few times. I told you I wouldn't die. Um, did you ever play against Ms. Ruby? The just the Simon Says game? It is so god-awful. Oh, it is so hard. That. So she just like does this triangle, triangle, square, circle. So And then they're flying at you and you have to hit it. But it doesn't tell you when. It's not like Guitar Hero where you have to line up a little circle. You just when it gets kind of close to you, you you hit it or you don't, and then you die. Oh boy! And you have to do like four levels of that. And if you die, because you know it's like Cooper one, you don't have a health bar. Right. You get hit once unless you have one of those horseshoes. You yep. you just lose. You have to go all the way back to the beginning. That's the problem I have with Sly Cooper. Yeah. Is no no extra. Life. But I'm on Sly Cooper two now. I'm halfway through it, loving it. It's gonna way play, better. Gonna play Sly Cooper three, which is my personal favorite. It's the first one I ever played. And then we're getting into Mass Effect. Then it's gonna be Mass yeah. Effect. All right. These were some quick games that I, I I played. They're my childhood. Oh yeah. Speaking of that, I I started playing your remastered Spyro the other day before yeah. we were before we did the campaign on Saturday. So good. I would play that. I love Spyro. I need to play the two and three. I I beat the first one. I need to play the other two. I don't think I've ever beat the third one, but I have beat the first two. Uh, I mean, a million times. I played through those well, games so many times. When you get a PS5, they might have the Spyros on there. I'm sure and they will. I will get them, and I will play. It just looks your mom so will love that. Cool. Yeah, she would. Shout She'd out probably to Deb. No, you're listening. Shout out, Deb. I don't know actually if she listens. I don't think she listens to the Satan comments. Uh huh. But she might. She might go back and listen to them. But I know she's trying to catch up on the campaign, yeah. and she was listening to episode five today. So she's pretty much pretty well caught up. That's cool. So anyway. Oh, something I love you hate. Close this thing out, Tyrell. Tell us a little bit. Tell, teach us something. Okay, so 
I know Seth doesn't like Dark Souls. I, you've never. I tried to play it one time with yeah, you coaching did. me. Yeah. I, I could, I might could possibly get into it. I enjoy watching you play it. So I think it's a cool game, but it's. I don't think that it's for me. I don't think it's for me. It's. It is really hard. I would get really frustrated. I don't like games that are super hard. What is it? A, is it just the fact that the game is hard that you don't like? No, it's not because I can handle a game that takes like. You can play and figure out. I started like I think I watched you or maybe I watched the YouTube person, and apparently there's just skills that I can't do. It's okay. almost like quick scoping. I can never uh, do quick scoping. So I mean, after that, I was out of yeah. <laughs> Call of Duty and stuff. Like parrying and back stabbing, reposting, just, and all that stuff. I I saw one dude just rolling. He would roll through. Yeah, the rolling constantly. is constant. And it it's never would work for me. The thing is with Dark Souls is once you play enough, you have muscle memory. And Maybe it's all true. off reflexes, you know. You know when... And also also learning enemies' swing times. Yeah. You know what they can do and how I'm they can do it. dying so many times. Uh, <laughs> also, their hitboxes. You, you know how certain enemies' broken hitboxes mm-hmm. are. Some of those enemies are ridiculous, especially ones that use like spears and stuff like that are ridiculous, but... It's a beautiful looking game. Yeah, it's very. Dark. I don't know if the story is good. The story is always weird. I really like. I mean, I really like how the game looks. I like the dynamics of it, but I, the the fighting. It also feels clunky. It's not smooth. If you think that's clunky, you should play Dark Souls too. Well, <laughs> but I mean, I like I said, I enjoy watching it. But the, the combat is not. It's not my style of game. This brings me back to Assassin's Creed. Why I like it so much is like. You go in, okay, say Assassin's Creed 1. You go into a city, you gather evidence. If you go in and you look at all that evidence, you and and you actually plan how you're going to get in there and kill this guy, you can do it in one try. There's not going to be crap in there that you don't you don't expect. Then the fighting, you get rewarded for doing stuff right. Dark Souls is just like you die so many times, and you have to do it over and over and over. I hate doing stuff over and over and over. Well, okay. And you don't get stronger from dying. It doesn't help you to die. It actually hurts you to die. Yeah, yeah actually. And it's, it's harder to get back to where you died at. In Dark Souls 1, they actually punished you for dying. If you die, you kept losing like little yeah. bits of your health until like you would literally go completely like hollow. That's so stupid. Not fun. It is fun. No. It, yes. You have to... Earn your way through well, you this can, game because you keep dying. Well, not if you know what you're doing. Well, I couldn't figure it out. That's why I like it. <laughs> well, I mean, it's well, not this for is seriously like, this is why I don't play like the shooting games with y'all. There are skills that I just I I mean I've played a lot. I was you better. You don't y'all have the quick scope. Malachi eh. is extremely good. So that's one thing. Like why play with why play with ninja if you are a noob? Like you're not gonna have fun. You know, right. and it's right. it's hard. I've never liked Halo. Halo's crap. <laughs> it like, we get into super competitive matches with Halo. No, y'all don't. Yeah, we do. No, you don't. What are you talking about? I sit and watch. It's not that competitive. How you two win? <laughs> well, not every time. Hey, it's as bad. <laughs> we switch. We switch the teams up all the time. Like me and Malachi playing a team, and then also, me and Tyrell playing a team. Just too much health in Halo. That's the problem. Shields. I have with it. Shields. The shields are is the thing. Stupid. Okay, Halo Reach was probably one of the more, I wouldn't say realistic. It actually had a health limit. Like you actually had little bars of health, and you actually had to have health kits to like heal yourself. And that's actually kind of the way Halo One was as well. But yeah, you actually had to have little med kits to heal yourself in that game. Did you ever play For Honor? 
I don't know if it came out before Dark Souls or if it came out because of Dark Souls. It's kind of in the same light as Dark Souls, I think. Except yeah, maybe you had an they, army around you. Didn't like that one either. It has more of a tournament-based multiplayer, though. I Can you walk on with Dark Souls? Yeah. There is a lock-on? Yeah. I might not have ever figured that out. Yeah, what you got to do is go, uh, click the right analog stick. Yeah, okay. So, Seth, would you be willing to try Dark Souls? I have it on my PlayStation. We you can, have Dark We can hook it up real quick after this. Yeah. I've tried it. I invited. I, I had Tyrell come yeah, over like two yeah. evenings in a row yeah. to try to help me get good at this game. And just couldn't do it. I gave it a try. Just, it's If you can get into it, if you can get... It was so clunky feeling. I think that was my biggest problem. Like, it's just not smooth. Like, you want it to swing and it doesn't and like you're telling it what to do and the, it's like it's fighting you and that's how i feel about a lot of bad like sports games yep that's you how want it to do something and it's fighting you yeah like, you can't you want to go it. this way but your body's for some reason going the opposite yeah. direction i know that feeling driving cars it feels the same in video games a lot of times uh San, uh grand theft auto san andreas fantastic driving in that game like it went where this you was made by Rockstar. Well, Rockstar has no, a great grand, any Grand Theft Auto after San Andreas driving sucked. They tried to make it more realistic. Oh, really? And it just it gets hard. I was going to say his first games go like with like animations and stuff. In like my that. opinion, obviously, uh, Ubisoft, the guys that make Assassin's Creed, yeah. Ghost Recon, uh, Splinter Cell, Splinter Cell, you name it. I mean, most of like military style games or. Adventure style games, kind of like Assassin's Creed, and uh, what's that other game that they make? Uh, Watch Dogs. Yeah, they make. Yeah, they make Watch Dogs. Uh, there's something else. Anyway, um, their animations for those games are like top notch for the most part. Yeah, and it's responsive. Yeah, because sometimes when people try to make stuff too realistic, it's just yeah, it's like Seth is talking about. It. It's like it's fighting you, but it's really responsive. There's something so nice about like playing. The Batman or the Spider-Man game where, like, there's a guy over there and, like, you're in a combo over here, so you just press the punch button and he does a flip over to yes. the other side and hits Satisfying. something. Like, it is. It's nice. It's it, it takes, like, being good at the Batman fighting system is hard. Took mm. a, There's, a, there's a, a trophy on there where you have to make a combo that show, does every one of his quick attack options with his gadgets. There's like 18 different things that you have to put into this to make it happen. Like different, like different kind, different variations of stuns. Like uh, jumping from one enemy to another one and kicking him in the face off of a stun. There's like almost 20 things that you have to combo in, and you get up to like a combo of nearly a hundred doing it, and it's hard. But you, you can practice it. and you can do it, and it's it's easy. It feel you can. It's not easy, but you can feel it. Like you know, okay, this one's gonna be it, or yeah. you know why you messed up. It, it's never just a miscue. Like why did a sword swing away over there? <laughs> like, and that is so frustrating when it feels like the game is breaking you and it's not your. Own. Well, that's another thing you said. You didn't figure out where the lock on was with Dark Souls. Once you get the lock on down, if you can actually fight without locking on, that is actually kind of impressive because, especially in PvP. Oh, don't get me started on people. <laughs> so you, there's aspects you don't like. <laughs> there are aspects of PvP that I don't like because people use glitches yeah. in PvP. Yeah. And then, believe me, Dark Souls has its fair share of... Griefers. Not necessarily griefers. It's just like, you're trying to adventure along. You got like a friend with you or something you're playing with. And that's another thing about Dark Souls is cool. Is I, I thought the, the co-op in that game is really cool. Because you can have Another's up to... co-op. <laughs> you can have up to three phantoms in your world. Three other players. Uh, or... 
NPC. Yeah, that also helps a lot if you have friends at play. Uh, But if you get invaded and you get invaded by those glitchy dudes that use like that fully automatic crossbow that uses great arrows that is ridiculous or there's also a glitch on there too where if they they cast this one spell they can cast like chaos bed which is basically firing a meteorite out of your hands fully automatic (laughs) it's fully automatic it is an insta-kill. Yeah, Even bosses. That's fun to me. You really convinced me on this one, Tyrell. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, that's in PvP. Right. One question, because uh, you were into it and I wasn't. I, I do not like online games. I don't like... I don't like PvP. I, I didn't like it. when I, I played a lot of World of Warcraft until I found out there's skills that I just can't do. Like, it would, like people had mods on World of Warcraft. Not, not bad mods. Like, it would... It would calculate all the damage that everyone was doing. You know, I'm doing my best because I always I don't do healers. I don't do like tanks. I just DPS. I just want to do damage. And then I find out at the end of the fight that the healer is doing better damage than me. See, and you don't understand why. And then you find out, oh well, you have to hit your buttons in a certain key. So I go to the, like the dummies and you practice hitting these certain buttons in a key. And my damage did go up, but then also like it wasn't good enough. So there's just skills in some games that you just cannot figure out. Uh, that's, just, that's the same way with me when I was playing Elder Scrolls Online. Like I played a mix between like a, a summoner and a healer in that game, and it was like I never could do enough damage to kill an actual person in PvP, mm-hmm. but I also couldn't heal myself fast enough to keep them from killing me. So let me do that. Okay. <laughs> so the games that make you have certain skills is just not my forte. I, I like a game that I can play and learn how to play but like when it takes like another level like i never even picked up uh oh lord the new shooter the new call of duty uh um, oh, modern warfare no 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 the black ops no Advanced the crappy warfare. version the um battlefield nope crappier more kiddish uh oh fortnite, fortnite. I like I can watch some people play Fortnite and it amazes me. I don't know I since I've never played, how are they building this thing I and shooting at the that. same time? I can't. Freaks I me out. That. Looks awesome. Wouldn't even dream of trying. I'm not even a fan of Fortnite at all. Seems like it's dying off a little bit. I don't hear so much Thank about you. Fortnite. I don't Thank, hear quite as much God. about it, but I think they're still playing it. But yeah, I'm sure it's time for something else to come rolling. It's in. just it attracted it, it was such a it, it's like what you say, a fad. You know, everybody's yeah. playing. It was a big fan. Yeah, everybody. I playing. didn't see how it was any better than PUBG or the it building was... aspect is what brought people to it. Yeah, well, why? I don't know. If you that's were good the part at it, that turned me off. If you were good at it, apparently you were a god. I don't know. You can build. I some thought it looked ridiculous. Man, Run around till you see somebody, then build a shed, get up on the roof, and shoot them with a shotgun. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't know. You can't do that in real life. <laughs> Which I know you can't do a lot of stuff you do in a lot of video games in real life, but that uh, that was just out of control, out of control, ridiculous. Yeah. That's one of those skill things that I it's like would a cross between Minecraft and 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 PUBG. Oh, somebody's shooting at me! Let me just build a hut. Whoa! I've actually played <laughs> PvP in Minecraft, and that's fun. <laughs> PvP in Minecraft. Mm-hmm. I've never played Minecraft, and I don't plan to. Minecraft's a fun game, actually. It is really fun. Yeah. I will admit. I, I, I put a lot of hours into Minecraft, and I don't ever have to play it again, though. They that. have a lot of new stuff in the game. Yeah. 
Um, you know what we need to do? Because we, we talk about Hans and Malachi almost every time we're on here. They need to come on. They, they're going to come on. Well, when Malachi gets unstuck out of Panama, bless his heart, bless <laughs> oh, his soul. Oh, man, I didn't even think yeah, of that. He got still... stranded there, huh? They, they had a travel ban until June 8th, and then they, the other day they moved it up until June 22nd. So he can't He's come definitely going to be married by the time he comes back. I, I asked him the other day, we, we had like a group chat on WhatsApp, and I, I said, do you still want to marry her? Because <laughs> he's been basically stuck in the house Why with her. Why did not just get married to her? Yeah, he, he said, because they weren't planning to, they're planning to get married this winter. And I asked him, I was like, well, you should have just got married. He said, well, by the time we decided, you know, we might as well do that. They are allowed out of the house two hours a day. And it's like one person per household or something. Yeah. And he said, pastors can't come do weddings. He said they thought about doing it. They can't can't get it done now. So anyway, I asked him if he still wanted to get married. He said, yeah. He said, everything's going good with that. So That's it's like, good, well, if you can be stuck in the house test, with somebody yeah. for a couple months, then you're you're good to go. Yeah. But anyway, I when they found out we were doing the, I mean, just the campaign podcast, like they said, we need to come on sometime. I said, what we'll do is we'll have both of y'all on together. You know, oh, it'll be off the rails, stupid. It, it will yeah, be. We'll have to talk to him. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to like give him a nice. But they'll want to do just like, to let y'all know. Hans likes to create care. He created the last time he played. He created a character named uh, the Don, which he modeled yeah. after Donald Trump. It didn't wear pants and it had a huge goober. <laughs> he drew a picture for us. I had, <laughs> and he's just <sighs> absolutely ridiculous. And Malachi wants to build. I, we played a game on a way to a mission trip one time, and he wanted to build a gun in a medieval sentence, sent a game kind of thing. He's always got to get and the weapon. That I he think wants. he wanted to create the Infinity Gauntlet and a thing that uh, Tyrell. Yes, ran. yes. Yeah, we spent hours trying to get him an Infinity Gauntlet. Let him be an artificer; he can have a gun. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, or we'll give him a gunslinger class yeah. or something. So, but anyway, yeah, if we can get, we'll get both of but them I'll tell, on he did for play the that one game. He did play a game where he was just a ranger, I think. Yeah. And oh, yeah, it and took he had that big ever for y'all to find him. Like, he's like, well, I'm just going to keep going. And y'all are like, well, we're not going to go find him because we don't know he's there. Yeah. So, and, and he was walking around with his big eight. Killing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> by himself. <laughs> he did pretty good that game. But we'll ha- we'll have him and Hans on the same episode, and then they can come on this afterwards. I eventually about. want Dustin to come on. I, yeah, I have a I actually have a role for him, and good thing the uh, Corona's kind of coming to an end. I think he could probably come on, come on over because I want him within the next two or three games, probably. Oh, really? Where does he live? Forest City, Arkansas, Ooh, close wow. to Memphis. Wow. Well, yes. Cameron comes about three hours too. So yeah. yeah. Both of those are. He drives slow though. It takes him like double the time. <laughs> Dustin. Oh. Well, anywho, guess we're gonna fire up some Dark Souls real quick. <laughs> Thank yeah. you guys for listening. Go check out Tiger Skull. Tiger RPG. Skull RPG. Insert ad here. <laughs> Tiger Skull RPG. Tiger Skull RPG. Uh, that's a wrap. We'll see you guys. Next see time. you guys. Thanks for listening to Say It in Common with the Commoners of D&D. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast to make sure you never miss an episode and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Commoners Official for news, updates, and exclusive content. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.